guns at the ready, we're talking about John Wick on The Cinema Crew with Village Cinemas. All of this for what? Because of a puppy? Wasn't just a puppy. Keanu Reeves is back and running for his life in John Wick Chapter 3, Parabellum. That's this week on The Cinema Crew. Hello, hello, and welcome to The Cinema Crew, the podcast that talks new movies every week. My name is Cam, and I'm going to be your host this week. But joining me, as always, is Vahari McIntyre. Hello. Now, John Wick Chapter 3 is the only movie that's coming out this week, and we thought, let's just do a mini-episode. And a mini-episode only requires a mini-crew. But if you're a fan of trios, worry not, because next week we'll be back in full force with a brand new member. Plus, your chance to win a Gold Class Pass coming up just a little later on, but first... Our services still off limits to me. What do you need? Guns. Lots of guns. Every now and then, an action movie comes along that changes the face of the genre. After the release of The Matrix in the late 90s, a slew of movies decided to jump on the bandwagon and use bullet time. When the Bourne franchise hit in the mid-2000s, suddenly shaky cam action was all the rage. And in 2014, we saw the release of John Wick and its self-reclaimed gun-fu style, which has been popping up in Hollywood movies ever since. The question is, now in its third installment, does the series still pack a punch? Well, I've heard this referred to as a ballet of violence, (laughs) and I don't think that could be more true. That is so true. It's so well done for its genre. It's so well shot well choreographed, although it doesn't feel overwhelming. There is just so much that goes into it. Yeah, and I think we should point out that you can't really talk about John Wick Chapter 3 without talking about the end of John Wick Chapter 2. And for those not in the know, that ends with John Wick being made excommunicado, which means he's in a league of assassins and they all have a, a kind of a ritual not to, not to harm each other and not to kill each other. He no longer has any protection. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of these sorts of just gun blazing violence for the sake of it movies. And my partner made me watch the first two. And I'm glad he did (laughs) because now I know what was happening. I think if you had just a a bit of a a rundown by a friend, maybe you'd be able to get into it. But I definitely think the second one is worth watching because it goes straight into the third movie. Yeah, similar to like uh, like Infinity War recently. They were kind of like, yeah. look, if you're not on board, you're yeah. not you're not on board. Why would you watch the start. third one first? Yeah. That being said, I, I don't think you need a heap of knowledge other than he's on the run from the very beginning. And this whole movie mm. is kind of just action from minute one. It starts with him on the run. He's got about 10 minutes to go before he's excommunicado. And from that point on, mm. it br- it doesn't even really give you time to breathe. No. It just is action after action. And I'm not even going to bury the lead. I think that the John Wick series are the best action movies being made today. There's no escape for you. The high table wants your life. Would you help set the mood for our new guest? Let us begin. I think what this franchise does really well is up its stakes in really wild, crazy ways, but still not unbelievable. Yeah. I think maybe that's what Keanu Reeves brings to the role as well, that you believe this guy can actually do that. He's a little bit superhuman. Come on. He's been like (laughs) shot a few times and he can still take down a whole army of guys. It's kind of like Rasputin. He just won't die. (laughs) (laughs) But I still am like, yeah, okay, I'm going with this. I'll believe that. Yeah. And I think like there's so much in the stunt teams in these movies, I think, because... 
for instance, the the first half of the movie involves uh, the horse chase through New York, mm. and then also kind of devolves into a motorbike chase as well. Oh, the whole with thing swords. goes for about twenty minutes. Yeah, motorbikes with swords. I should mention. Yeah, but it's practical. There's a tendency in action movies now to be completely CGI and a lot of this stuff. And while they do use CGI, it's to remove wires and to remove harnesses and stuff like that. Keanu Reeves was riding a horse through the streets of New York being chased by guys on motorbikes with swords. Yeah. That's commitment, and I love it. <laughs> when we were finishing chapter two, I was like, okay, the park, he's on the... Let's get John on a horse. <laughs> and Chad was like, yes. <laughs> um, and then as we were developing chapter three, Parabellum, Chad was like, time to train on a horse. And I was like, yes. Um, I've had the opportunity to train for riding um, on previous films. Um, I did it for Much Ado About Nothing with Kenneth Branagh. I worked on it uh, with uh, Little Buddha, um, with Bernardo Bertolucci. So I've gone through that training. Um, that's like riding, straight, you know, let's do a walk, control and a canter. This one was like, yeah, you've got to get off the saddle, go sideways and hold on to the neck or something and then shoot somebody. And that was uh, next level. But when you're talking about like the secret society thing, this is what I found by the time it gets to the third one. In the first film, it was this really fascinating thing of there's a secret society living amongst our society that are assassins. Yeah. And they've, they've got their own, um, their own hotels and they've got their own organizations and even their own currency. And that was really interesting. By the time it gets to the third one, it seems like everyone in New York is a part of this secret society. Mm. <laughs> There's like librarians and taxi drivers. <laughs> they're, they're all like, oh, Mr. Wick, how are you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that for me, the storyline, they did expand on that underworld. So people who are fans of the franchise who want more of that, there is more of that in there. Yeah. Angelica Houston is in it as well. And she owes John Wick a debt or something. And he's like from some other different mafia. And I was kind of just like, yeah, okay. I don't know how this is necessary, but okay. It's just going to drive the plot to this next point and we're just here you know to what see it reminds what me of actually in that sense yeah mad max fury road the plot of mad yeah. max fury road is the truck escapes and then mm. it comes back like there's really not that much plot to mad max fury road they escape and then they come back but okay. everything in the plot does drive to an action set piece that is kind of yeah. this otherworldly incredible thing yeah and john wick chapter three is like that the the, the plot is very simple Mm. he's really just trying to do one thing, which is stay alive, keep himself alive at yeah. all costs. And every decision he makes leads him into another action set piece. Mm. Um, speaking of set pieces, I need to proclaim it has maybe the best knife fight <laughs> I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. It's incredible. I, uh, I, I saw it with my partner and we were laughing with pure joy <laughs> at how amazing this knife fight was because it just keeps going. Yeah. And not since a movie like The Raid from maybe like 10 years ago have mm. I seen action that's so in your face awesome. My favourite scene, although it was very short and sort of near the beginning, has now taught me how to kill someone with a book. Oh my God. That scene? That disturbed me yeah. so much. <laughs> and and it's, we, we don't want to give it away, but mm. it's the kind of thing that before it happened, I was going, no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, he did. There are so many scenes like that. Also, the extended scene with Halle Berry and she's got two trained attack dogs. Yeah. And I heard another reviewer say that if the first movie was the one where the dog dies, mm -hmm. this one is Revenge of the Dogs. <laughs> that's true. They're, they're, and that's, 
you you'll notice that we're talking set piece after set piece because that's kind of what this movie is. Okay, but let's talk about the cast then. Halle Berry, what did you think of her? She did a really good job. I haven't seen her in something for a while. So I think she was maybe taking a break or something. Well, that's is what she coming it's, back? it's kind of what John Wick seems to do, which I really like, is reinvigorate people. Uh, like Halle Berry in the early 2000s with like X-Men and, and Swordfish yeah. and stuff like that. She was like an, an, an action girl. Mm. And um, and Keanu Reeves obviously had the Matrix and whatnot. So, and they've reinvigorated them into those like action icons that yeah. they always were. But they're also very self-aware about what they're doing to the point where you've got Lawrence Fishburne and Keanu Reeves back again and there's Matrix references in their dialogue. Mm. Like they're very aware that this is, it's fan servicey in the way that like Avengers Endgame is fan servicey. It's not too on the nose that you're rolling your eyes like maybe Fantastic Beasts or something kind of tends to be. Yeah. But it gives you exactly what you want out of that. You do realize that I'm management now, right? I'm not service anymore, John, so I don't go around shooting people in the head. I'm not asking you to kill anyone. I just need you to get me to him. To who? Your old boss. You want to kill Barada? I'm not going to kill him. I just need to talk. What could he possibly give to you? Guidance. I so said the question then, the, the whole point of this entire podcast, mm. who do you think should see this film? Anyone who likes any of these John Wick films, any violent action, because it is pretty <laughs> gruesome. It is quite gruesome. I don't think you can have a weak stomach for a few <laughs> of the scenes. Um, this sort of Asian-inspired, the, the kung fu... Yeah. Um, techniques and aesthetic for the fight scenes as well, like fans of Tiger Chen and the Man of Tai Chi, those sorts of films. Yeah, I, I agree. And, and anyone that likes uh, Mission Impossible Fallout, Mad Max Fury Road, these films that have got that practical action and stunt and that spectacle, if, if you're a fan of those kind of films, this is the best one I've seen since Fallout. Also in cinemas this week, Detective Pikachu. A live action Pokemon movie. <laughs> the Hustle. A remake of Dirty Rotten Scoundrels with Rebel Wilson and Anne Hathaway. And Poms. Diane Keaton leads a group of 80-year-olds doing cheerleading. Now, for your chance to win a gold-class double pass, simply log on to either the Village Cinema's Facebook or Instagram page, find the Cinema Group post and answer the question. With Keanu Reeves in John Wick. Three this week. Uh, we want to know which is your favourite Keanu Reeves movie. So just leave your comment using the hashtag The Cinema Crew and you could win. Next week, the Disney remakes are back with a live action version of Aladdin, What If Superman Was Evil, that's Brightburn, and a documentary about how things could be better in the future if we all adopted a more green outlook with 2040. Until next time, thank you, Vari. Thank you. And we'll be back next week, full crew in swing on The Cinema Crew with Village Cinemas. <laughs>